Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about energy and sustainability from Alpha Energy Group. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer at Alpha, and I'm joined for my fortnightly catch-up on the European markets by my colleague, Dr. Petra Puskarova, our European Energy Risk Manager. Now, Petra, you know, last year was extraordinary. This is the first discussion we've had in 2022. The prices are still high, aren't they, in the gas market especially, but they're starting to come down from the astonishing levels we saw just before Christmas. So what's the latest picture for the European gas markets? Hi, Jeremy. Yes, the prices are still high, but they have corrected significantly following the high volatility that we saw in December. Uh, we're looking at uh, gas day ahead prices at around 80, 83 euros per megawatt hour at the moment. So we can say that some of the worst case scenarios that have been priced in at the end of last year are fortunately not materializing at the moment. They're not materializing despite Russian flows being subdued. If we were to go into the detail, we can mention that gas flows via Malno into Germany are still in reverse, which means that they are actually flowing from Germany to Poland and to Ukraine. This is mostly on the basis that Gazprom is stating that there are no nominations from German side for more gas, which is potentially in response to lower demand comparing to last year. Right. And part of the other news, of course, is the arrival of LNG in into Europe. It's not all about Russian gas. And the LNG is expensive to attract here when there's a you know high demand for it in Asia and elsewhere. But it's rather ironic, isn't it? Europe's um, rather uh, set, set itself against shale gas production, but seems rather grateful to be receiving some of it from the United States at the moment. So, you know, presumably the cargoes are, are helping stabilize the market and produce and, and you know, provide some much needed uh, volume of gas for Europe at the moment. Yes, exactly. We are seeing really healthy deliveries into Europe at the moment. This is playing very well for Europe because we knew that the situation around Russian flows was going to remain unstable or uncertain and we were counting on more LNG, which fortunately is coming. The demand in Asia has stabilized. We have not seen any weather conditions that would cause a huge spike in prices that we saw similar to what we saw last year although the demand in Asia is remaining high and it's expected to remain high until the end of Q1, but still there is plenty of supply for which it's possible that it will reach Europe. Right, and, and another sort of factor, uh, part of the equation here is the gas that's available in storage and you know the, the extent to which it's flowing out uh, for consumption into the market at the moment. So, so what's the situation with gas storage levels in Europe, which started the winter relatively low, didn't they? It has started the winter significantly low. The good news is again that the weather is playing in our favor. Withdrawal at the moment is nearly half of what it was last year. Of course, we remember that last year was significantly colder than this time in January. So the weather in combination with the healthy LNG deliveries are slowing the rate or the speed of the gas storage depletion. Right, and uh, you know, further to that, on the whole subject of storage and, and the incentive for it and its benefits, you know, traditionally you'd expect the gas prices to be relatively low in the summer and a bit higher in the winter, and seasonal storage would help sort of even out those differences. 
But the price outlook at the moment is rather odd, isn't it? You know, prices are pretty much high for the rest of the year, aren't they? So what's going on there? What can we read into the into the shape of the forward curve? It will be interesting to see when this unfolds. At the moment, just to give price idea, day ahead prices, as I mentioned, are hovering around 80 euros per megawatt hour. You see Q2 and Q3 hovering around 75 euros per megawatt hour, which is basically the same. And you also can see Q4 prices at around 80 euros per megawatt hour. This means that it's a flat price for entire year at the moment. What is interesting and also in relation to what I've mentioned in the beginning is why we are potentially not see nominations from Europe for more gas from Russia. We I don't really see how gas storage operators would want to be injecting gas into storage in the winter at 80 euros to then potentially sell it in the summer or in the future at cheaper price. This doesn't make sense. This I believe is one of the reasons why we're not seeing many nominations for Russian gas. The second question is what is expensive or what is cheap? Is the summer at 75 euro expensive or is the Q4 at 80 euro cheap? A lot will depend and we haven't mentioned this today yet on Nord Stream 2. We really don't know any further updates at the moment. It has been a quiet period at the moment. Latest news are pointing that Nord Stream 2 should be happening around mid-year, so second half of the year is possible. If this materializes, then Q4 at 80 euros is expensive. If there are any further details, there is a potential that prices could continue raising and we could see 2021 all over again. Oh dear. Well, uh, uh, doubtless we'll return to this subject in future. You know, the political dimension, of course, to Nord Stream 2 and other events in Ukraine and so on, uh, you know, is quite complex. But, you know, from a consumer point of view, the news is, unfortunately, there's no question of this making a contribution to the tail end of the current winter. Uh, but it is something that could have a, an effect on the, on the market uh, later in the year. And turning now to power, of course, high gas prices mean high power prices. And we've seen some astonishing peaks in the European wholesale power markets especially, haven't, haven't we? Uh, not least in France. So what, what does the data, recent data been showing there? So we've had some unexpected outages in French nuclear generation that, of course, added extra risk premium to prices. It has been sort of temporary situation because, as I then said, the weather and uh, healthy LNG deliveries played into our favor. The wind generation hasn't been performing really bad recently. So the risks about potential outages sort of faded away. But as you correctly said, there has been some extraordinary prices. We saw February base load trading at above 1,000 euros per megawatt hour a few weeks ago. As I said, some of this risk has now faded away. Prices have normalized and they are in the area of 250 to 300 euros per megawatt hour for the rest of Q122. Right. And presumably, you know, we've seen sim similar prices some of the time anyway in, in neighbouring countries like Germany. And of course, rather unfortunately, at a time when we could do with as much secure power generation capacity as possible, especially of the low carbon variety, you know, Germany's been closing half of its remaining nuclear fleet, hasn't it? It's part of the, the phase down project. And that can't have helped the market. I know it was a, a predicted and scheduled and so on, but that can't have helped the market either. Phasing out nuclear and coal generation in the middle of supply crunch has been questioned by various industrial players and various politics too. At the moment, I can only just repeat that it looks like that the, the LNG situation and the demand situation related to favorable weather conditions and fairly strong wind generation has played 
in favor of Germany, so we're not looking at the supply crunch per se. One thing that it will be interesting to see, and we can definitely look into it after Q1, would be to see how imports in Germany have performed, so whether they stayed stable, so whether Germany remained to stay uh, self-sufficient despite the phase-out, or whether they had to increase imports from other countries. Indeed. And, you know, you mentioned the importance of weather. There's an awful lot of wind capacity in Europe now. And when the wind's blowing, that's fantastic. So uh, less so when it isn't. But at least, uh, you know, the, the outlook, I gather, is, is a little bit better for the remainder of the winter period, as far as we can tell. And also, I think the outlook for temperature is relatively benign. Is that right? It is. We do have the 45 days view available. Uh, we are going to be looking at a little dip in temperatures by the end of this week. But the rest of January and until mid-February, temperatures look like to be hovering around or staying above seasonal norms, which in this situation, it's still favorable. In terms of wind from mid this week, we should be looking at a quite significant increase in Germany, which could potentially prevent from any spikes in the spot prices. Spot prices so far averaging around 150 euros per megawatt hour in Germany, and that's for the first 11 days of January, which is quite competitive comparing to what we saw during November and December. Indeed. And and lastly, turning now to another commodity we haven't mentioned so far, carbon. How have the markets reacted after the return to auctions uh, following the Christmas break? Auctions returned on Monday, 10th of January, and we saw a quite significant sell-off following those few weeks when the market was purely dependent on the secondary market. Carbon prices washed away uh, nearly 4 euros and have tested 80 euros per ton. At the moment, we're seeing a little uptick in prices, but this is typical for the buyers. We can say that this winter or this festive period, the forecast that we've received from other analytics have worked out. Carbon prices didn't reach any new historical highs as it occurred last year during the auction break. Prices remain range bound between 75 and 85 euros per ton and are currently hovering around 80 euros per ton. Our expectation is that prices should remain in this range for the near future. Well, that's at least there's some element of certainty to the extent that anything's certain in the markets at the moment on which to conclude. Thank you, Petra. I think high carbon price is certainly here to stay. Hopefully, we might see some slightly more moderate wholesale prices in power and gas over the coming months, but we'll have to wait and see. A lot of people, consumers and governments and energy companies alike, will be crossing their fingers and praying for moderate weather, no supply interruptions, and uh, perhaps some higher wind output in the months ahead. So thank you for explaining all of that, Petra. I look forward to catching up with you again in a fortnight's time. If you found that interesting and like to find out more, do look out for our reports on our website, alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK, and join us again for a podcast soon. <laughs>